Make a podcast. I'm Eric. Uh, with me always is Andrew. I've been jacking these intros up for, I and mean, this is probably like our third or fourth take now. So this this guy really called it, and then in our first trial, he really said this is a Thanksgiving week special. It is. It is. It is though. But yeah, so they've been. It's it's been it's been rough already. So hopefully we can or I can pick it up from here. I, I'm already bad at this. So. Um, <laughs> We, uh, everybody wants to talk about March sadness. Yeah. So we will definitely get into March sadness. That's going to happen. We, um, we got a little bit of football business to take care of first. Started. Today you want us to go random, not football. So we'll just hit you with football first. Yeah. A little bit. You, you know, usually the random stuff is just small and at the end, but March sadness seems to be, it's a lot more popular than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it, is, it, it is really vaulted me center as a... Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, short on, the, uh, short on the football stuff today. But you have started grading prospects, yes, correct? Yeah, um, got started today on some of the quarterbacks, uh, Teddy and a few of the uh, seniors that obviously everyone there will be in the draft. Right on, yeah, I'm going to get started this weekend on linebackers, and I, I remember, yeah, we'll see. yeah, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how it goes, actually. I don't work anymore, and I don't cover the draft anymore, so, well, I mean, I do work, but not draft work, or football work, that's just kind of on the back burner until actual draft season hits, but I am good, yeah, I am planning on getting started on regrading some of the linebackers, um, this weekend, me and you had a conversation about the linebackers and some of this stuff. If this, I know that a lot of you, this is probably your first time listening because of March sadness, because nobody really gives a damn about what we have to say football wise, anyways. So, had a single thought. <laughs> um, yeah. So, linebackers. I, I was talking to you about it earlier this week. And like I said, it's not going to make a lot of sense to you people that are listening for the first time, but our grading scale, and you can get some background info on it on the vision page of our tab. Like I said, I know we do cover football stuff occasionally. This was originally intended to, to really cover the draft and we kind of don't anymore, but, um, yeah, yeah, you kind of do, you do kind of do. And we, we got some, of the, we got the new team writers and everything to, uh, to help keep that content going because yeah, I, I mean, I really don't have time for it anymore. I, put in what I can and that's basically this podcast so um yeah keep getting sidetracked though linebackers grading scale um talking about how we need to uh how we were probably a little well I know for I know for a fact we were too favorable with the linebackers but just in general and you know just keeping in mind that we want to uh to always be trying to compare the skill sets to what the current crop of the NFL players at that particular position group looks like um, and like I said, th- I mean, this linebacker group is fantastic. You have CJ Mosley, you have Ryan Shazir, you have Telvin Smith, who, who we were both really high on coming into the season. I know the draft breakdown guys were really high on him coming into the season. 
Um, and like I said, I don't really feel any different about those guys than I did coming into the year. But if you compare their skill sets to current guys in the NFL's skill sets, um, just as a simple fact that there's so much similar talent to what those guys bring to the table, I can't see their grades getting artificially, artificially inflated. It's a, it's kind of a perfect example of what like of what a diluted, I mean, not diluted in the traditional sense, but I mean, it's diluted in the sense that there's a lot of similar talents in that position group. You've got, you know, you've got Levante David, you've got Keekly, you've got the two San Francisco guys, Willison Bowman, um, you've got Daryl Washington, Sean, yeah, Sean Lee. I mean, there's a lot of really, really similar talents that are rangy, explosive, good in coverage, still very good against the run, especially when you can give them clear run-throughs. Um, so, yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I I would I would project those guys all their grades lowering, even though we don't necessarily feel you know too different about them. It's just adjusting that to to what the current market is at that position group in the NFL. Yeah, no, I would say that's probably going to happen a little bit all across the board on some of the guys that we've already done. I would expect to see the majority of them lower just because you know it was our first time with the grades and the site and everything. We're a little bit projection happy. Because right now we're projecting their skill sets, not as they advance and get into the NFL. So we kind of double projected. I mean, for the majority of cases, the underclassmen, the um, sophomore, junior film is not the best. So we kind of double projected up to this year and then to the NFL. So the grades are probably a little bit too high. So those will come down. But um, I think we definitely have a much better grasp on it now. Yeah, definitely. And and like, like I said, like you said, just be... Just because the grades are changing and a guy's grade is going up or down doesn't necessarily mean we feel different about him. We like, like you said, we're just we're getting better at ironing out, you know, the actual grading process and com- and comparing these skill sets against each other and everything. I mean, the draft is really it's only it's really a value thing more so than it is just an evaluation thing, you know. Exactly. It's all about maximizing your value, and that's what we try to represent with this whole scam and everything. So, so yeah, um, I think that pretty much wraps it up for football stuff for for this week. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're not going to bore you with that. So, March sadness. March sadness, and we have entered the sad sixteen. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you actually just kind of take... This, is, this has mostly been my baby. I've taken... It has been. This, so, uh, what, do you, what do you have to contribute? What do you have to say for yourself here, Eric? I mean, really... <laughs> I, well, how this whole thing started out, really, is is the Cool Tweets of the Week um, feature. And that got some that got some really good feedback. And, you know, I'm still, try, I'm still trying to favor it and, and keep track of as many good tweets as I see so I can get that feature going once a week again. But, um, but yeah, we, we got really good feedback for that piece and started to get a lot of feedback saying, you know, you guys should really feature, like, bad tweets of the week, too, because there's so many bad tweets on football Twitter. Like, it's awful. Yeah. whether it's just people taking themselves too seriously or, you know, just being com- completely inflammatory dickhead or just lacking self-awareness in <laughs> how you yeah, yeah. how you're presenting yourself over social media. Um, I mean, it, it, I, I just kind of thought that would be funny, and you know what? I was like, you know what? Let's let's do it bracket style. Might as well. Because I mean, I figured if we just did a uh, the best tweeters one, 
it would just be a giant circle jerk. We have enough of that on draft Twitter. We really don't need any more. That that's just nonsense. So, like I said, this was never meant to be a mean spirited thing. I thought. It I mean, was and funny. I, and that's kind of the thing too. Like you said, like with it just being a, a giant circle jerk. Like everybody that interacts on Twitter in football Twitter generally like does like each other, gets along and everything. Like, there's no real... I mean, I know that there's a few people that, like, really don't like each other, but for the most part, there ain't no... There's no animosity. Like, we're not really trying to throw shade on you guys. Like, we we, we really do like interacting and everything with most of you, and we do. Um, if, if your feelings got hurt, and, you know, I'm sorry. It really... I mean, let's be real here. Let's... Let's, I, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> let's be real here. If you just click that logout button, like, none of these people really exist. So, like, I mean, if you're trying to get validation over the internet from a, bu- from a bunch of bros, then I, I don't know what to tell you anyways. So, yeah, like and like I said, we all have trash tweets anyways, too. Like, I ha- I know that I have, like, trash tweets all of the th- all the fucking time. Like, and not only that, but I'm bad at podcasting, too. My voice is annoying. I got a slight lisp. Yeah, I, I got a slight lisp. I sound like I'm sniffing coke every, se- every fucking 15 seconds because my nose is always runny. So, I mean. I mean, I'm pretty awesome, but. Yeah, get get over yourself. Get over yourself, bro. Competition because I am the worst tweeter of all time. I would destroy Briere. It wasn't even fair, so I just took myself out of the competition. Yeah, and and that's another thing too. And I just I got sad, so I took myself out. That's another thing too. We did not. We did not have like we once we uh, counted. The, we didn't nominate anybody, and we haven't done any voting whatsoever. All we've well, done is like I, I said this initially. I obviously don't know who saw it, but um, I think I didn't obviously count. But I believe we got like sixty or so unique suggestions. All we did was pretty, um, and then we maybe got it down to about forty-five. Once we cut everyone that was under like. 200 followers that nobody would have ever heard of. Right. Uh, and then from there, most of the seeding and stuff, I even said it, the higher seeds didn't necessarily mean you're the absolute worst tweeter in the world. It was mainly the number of times you got nominated. Yeah, exactly. It's not like everyone got into a big group conference. We just got a bunch of giant lists, and I just went with the names that I saw the most frequently, really. So, yeah, I mean, and obviously guys that have more followers are going to get more votes. More people see their tweets, so y'all are... Don't get this wrong. Though. Some of you really do suck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that too. We'll get into that. Actually, we we might as well just start now. Um, can you give me no, some? No, let's just, let me just bring up this funny thing. Uh, I'm not sure who saw this on the night of. Uh, most people saw Hubbock or however the fuck you say his name. Curse us all from whatnot and just just generally being the fuck boy that he is. We all saw that. Um, he, he, I think he really vaulted himself into the favorite of the uh, Jeff Saturday bracket with that, with his outburst these past few days. But I digress. Um, Ian Rappaport, I believe that's how you say his name. Actually, um, if you saw, I added everyone that was in the competition. He actually mentioned us on Twitter. Um, he asked us how many more votes Breer got than him. Um, we never contacted him, so it's a little theory that I have. But I'm pretty sure this means that Briere was probably at NFL Network bitching about this, like he always is on Twitter, or he was texting Rappaport and just fucking completely annoyed everybody like he usually does. Just a little theory, but I'm pretty sure Briere is aware of this shit, too. Yeah, he hasn't, like, responded to anything, but, like you said, nobody, like, 
nobody tweeted Rappaport or let him know anything. Like he hit us up out of the blue. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I got I got a feeling that that Breer's complaining with his usual lack of self awareness that he has. So. I thought I just thought that was funny, yeah. Um, but uh, we've actually gotten a good response. Shout out to Pete Frisco. He's been really cool about this. Frisco's actually, like, been the best sport of anybody, and that really, like, that doesn't surprise me. And that that's another thing, too. Like, some of y'all are really, really, really good analysts, and, you know, maybe Twitter's just not your medium. Frisco's one of my favorite radio guys ever. I think I think he, that dude was born to do radio. I think that that's his best medium. Um, I, mean, I mean, I know he's been a writer forever and everything, but, you know... He and like like I said, he he's just been a good sport about it. He doesn't care what people think about him, and that's why it doesn't bother him. He's he he's clowning on himself too with it. I mean, like I said, like he's handling he's handling it like about as good as you could possibly handle it, in my opinion. Yeah, just embrace it. I mean, like here's how you know it's not our list. I mean, we both given this isn't a Pete Prisco circle trick because he does say some dumb shit from time to time, like everyone does, but um. You and I both probably would not have had him on this bracket, but I mean, the people wanted it, people got it, so he made it and he actually moved on. Too. That's what it's all about. Um, so, so who were? Was there anybody that you were surprised that didn't get nominated? I mean, not to put you on blast or anything. Have you put somebody else on blast? But or somebody, somebody that hurt your soul to like leave off to see get left off. I mean. Um, I guess this isn't good. He's very, very popular. But uh, he led Orlando Ledbetter, the Falcons beat reporter. Just a terrible. Ter- he's just awful. Terrible at his job. Yeah, um, you're something actually- beater, dumb shit. <laughs> um, he reported this summer that um, Brent Grimes had re-signed with the Falcons. Um, everyone picked up on it. Oh, it's he led AJC uh, Atlanta Journal Constitution. He knows the Falcons. He's the Falcons guy. Um, and then, like, 30 minutes later, he sent out a tweet saying, I read the text wrong. Brent Grimes isn't a Falcon. And then... <laughs> I mean, he's just a fucking awful <laughs> that That's an actual thing that happened. So, I mean, if this was my list, he would have been on that, for sure. Yeah. I mean... It, How about you, Eric? Any any particular surprises? Um... That, that were left off, that is. That were left off? <laughs> I mean, other than Jessica, NFL Goodwitch. We've <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotten the best emails about her, though. We haven't even shared some of those yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll, y'all start, you guys will start seeing more emails soon. We start, uh, start showing some, showing some screen caps from those. I mean, not, not really. Yeah, no, I mean, this is football Twitter. I yeah, I mean, and, and the thing is, too, is like, there's enough people, and I know that you, I think you've already tweeted this, There, there's definitely enough people to where we could do a, a full 64 next time we, uh, next time we do this little tournament, and then... Yeah, I'll, I guess I'll just talk about this now, since you really don't have a name, Yeah. But this was kind of my thought on expanding this, and uh, kind of keeping it going. Um, we don't want to oversaturate with you with this, and I mean, I'll listen to you guys however often you want to do this. I mean, we'll do it. It's a little bit time-consuming, but it's nothing too crazy, so... We, what we got to do next time is actually, like, code a way to actually do voting polls into the website, so... Yeah. There's no, like, manual vote counting. Yeah, for sure. And make sure people can't spam it or whatnot. Yeah. But, um, 
basically um thing or maybe like twice a year every six months or so um and then just having 64 and then uh, we should have enough for two media brackets i'm thinking um one just kind of random bracket whether you just write for like a website or something like that and then just a general irrelevancy bracket uh for the people with like under a thousand followers because there's some god awful tweeters out there who just aren't getting their proper due because they don't people just don't know who they are yeah and i think that'll be good too because like right now we kind of have just like we have everybody mix and match pretty much just by like pretty much just how many votes they got yeah yeah but yeah it'd be better if we do a different categories like we actually separate the media the actual media and writer guys and you know, then have a, you know, a category for the bloggers and the, the draft bros definitely have to have their own category because, <laughs> yes, sir. yeah, the, the draft bros, I, I love all of you, but man, you guys are something else on these <laughs> Twitter parts. Um, and then, and yeah, like actually, you know, and then, cause there were a couple too, like Skip Bayless and, and Gil Brandt, like Gil Brandt, I don't even think is really that bad of a tweeter. He really just tweets links to his shitty articles. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, like he's yeah. not on Twitter, like interacting with people like, like Hubbock is a dick to everybody all the time. Like Omar is, is a, an idiot with no self, like he's yeah. just a guy with no self-awareness at all. Breer is another guy that just has like no self-awareness at all. And, and just like the self, if you, if you radiate self-importance on Twitter and like, I mean, and you can't take a joke about yourself. Yeah. And like, cause we do it to like, we do it just fucking around. Like, Oh, I'm, like I'm great at Twitter and everything. But if you really, really like really radiate self-importance and make yourself out to be like more important than what you really are, like, that's generally what I would imagine rubs people like the wrong way, especially if you bring that into your interactions with them. Like, like just be cool, you know. <laughs> just keep it moving, man. Um, so yeah, like I said, I, I'm actually Brant was one that actually like surprised me that ended up in in the brackets. Like I did, I didn't ex expect him to get as many votes as he did. But then again, like he does have, he does have some weird, like his tweets are usually like really bad opinions too. But like I said, he's not on there like interacting and trying to fuck with people and troll yeah, fan I mean, bases and shit like that. Some, uh, there's also some lingering impression guys. Like I don't think, I haven't seen Mark May on Twitter in a long ass time, but he's just so bad when he's on there. So yeah, he had that, <laughs> do you, I don't remember when it was, it was maybe like a couple months ago when he had that tirade, like. Where he like emptied his his drafts folder. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I think like that's burned in people's brains still. Yeah, I saw the best tweet today. I think it was Rembert Brown from Grantland saying that like every single Kanye interview is him just is him just um, emptying his drafts folder, and if you or I did that, like everybody would hate us. Everyone would hate you too. So <laughs> protect and think about Kanye. He's just emptying those drafts folders. Too fucking funny. Yeah. Um, other topics? Any other topics? Uh, you know, I guess we can, um... We can, like, preview these six, t these, uh, try to preview the, the, uh, what do we call them, the, the round of eight? I'm going with Egregious Eight. The I Egregious Eight. Yes. So, our first matchup in the Jeff Saturday bracket is one seed Aaron Nagler, and I'm actually surprised that Aaron had a seed, like, that high, like... I don't know, man. <laughs> I, 
that was like that was kind of that was that was kind of unexpected. And he's going up against um Mr. Ben Albright, formerly NFL draft monster, now Albright NFL. I think he writes for Bleacher Report now too. So we got two Bleacher guys going against each other. Yeah, there seemed to be a heavy uh, anti-Bleacher bias. Um, I don't know. Uh, this yeah, Bleacher is- guys oh. were pretty. They were pretty well represented, actually. And like I said, I got I got love for 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 the Bleacher dudes, but yeah, y'all are, y'all are well represented on here. <laughs> <laughs> facts only. Just facts, man. That's, I'm just bringing uh, facts to the to the table. Like I said, um. I'll tell you guys, um, this matchup's actually pretty close right now. The voting, by the time we get this all posted up, there's probably, I don't know, less than, there's like half a day left of voting. Uh, this one's actually pretty close. Um, I'm personally going to go with Nagler. Um, most people seem to... Um, well, you, actually, we probably shouldn't do this because you've like seen and counted like the votes already, so I shouldn't yeah, ask you like who you think is going to win because you kind of already know how it's turning out. Uh, I mean, most of these are pretty close. Oh, yeah? There, like with there's the... only one, like, monster blowout. I think we're, like, 35, 40 votes deep. But there's only, like, one monster blowout right now. All right. Yeah. It's... Now, let's, you know what? You know what probably better? Um, I mean, you guys can ask us on Twitter if you really care that much about our thoughts and you can't wait the extra six fucking hours, you savages. <laughs> uh, let's just do the uh, final four predictions. Yeah? The final four? Yeah. I haven't decided on a name yet. I'm thinking futile four. But whatever, I'll, I'll take suggestions on that. Um, from the Saturday bracket, I already Hubbock's gonna win that thing, like going away. I think. I'm yeah, pretty. I, I have a feel. I have a feeling that he's blowing Zach out too. Like, I know Zach is your son, and he's permanently camped out in your mentions and annoys the shit out of you more than like the rest of us. Zach, you are a bad tweeter. <laughs> like, I'm. I'm just being real. You are a bad. You are a bad tweeter, but. Like you're, I mean, I would, I would follow Zach any day before I ever fucking followed, Hub, ever followed Hubbick. Yeah, I, I guess I can reveal this now. Um, and this is actually for all that shit we just gave you, Zach. This is actually well deserved. Hubbick is completely fucking pummeling Zach. Yeah, it's not, that, not even remotely close. Yeah, I, uh, I had a feeling. Bro, actually, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Roval was Hubbick's first round matchup, and it was actually pretty decently close. And then once we kind of started retweeting some of that bullshit that he spewed at us, yeah. And, uh, and after your interaction with him today, you've <laughs> just been a fucking train. Yeah. And see, that's not like like Prisco said. The tweets should stand on their own. You should not be. I mean, and he's trying to take a late surge to win this thing, man. Oh, not only that, but don't forget the uh, the Bolden axe thing. Yeah. Oh my he's god. Just digging himself deeper hole. I mean. He's oh just my god. All sweeter, pretty bad piece of shit person too. So. Yeah, that just about sums it up. I think. That's why you're our favorite, Bart. <laughs> um, in the sad did children's bracket. I can't remember it now, but did you see the screen cap that I posted on the Mecca account from him? Um, went for I did an email screen cap. I don't know. You guys can go check it out. It's I, don't know, I was barely on. Like I like I was literally just on for that interaction with Bart today, and that was pretty much it. So I just, far, uh, I, didn't, I, I was busy it. today. Can, guys, I tweeted out earlier on the Mecca account. It's in Mecca's pictures. I sent it as a twit pack. Um, this was one of our Bodie emails. Three verse seven. The person chose Hubbock over Zach. 
Truly nothing brings me more joy than that Simpson named fuckface Hubbock actually getting really upset about this. (laughs) 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 Oh, that was one of my favorite traps. Oh my god, savage. They're savage on the keyboard, man. (laughs) Holy shit. Once we once we brought the uh, the anonymity, I mean, this shit just got funny, real funny. Yeah, that's the internet um, for you. Yeah, Hobbit's my pick too. I think that one's pretty easy. Yeah, Sad Childress. I'm go- I'm going with uh, with our one seed, Albert Breer. I Driscoll. I'm I'm really happy that Driscoll made it to the to this <laughs> round at least. Um, I wish that I kind of wish that he wasn't going up against Breer. Yeah, I, don't, I think he's one of those that are suffering a little bit due to the um, some somewhat irrelevance of himself. Yeah, but uh, people, I actually I knew he was dumb from the whole John Martin. He spit some be- bullshit about that. You can go check that out, or I'm sure if that's been favored, retweeted, or whatnot. You can ask about that. But people have, um, you'll see it when you go over the emails. People have sent some pretty vile shit about him. It just seems like he really is very deserving of being here. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, not a lot, rare, not a lot of people are fans of the Dolphins guy. That one is one that I, I was not surprised to see him end up on the brackets. Uh, yeah, um, pre- I, I don't know anybody on Twitter that's like had a, had a cool, like a cool interaction with that dude. He's just kind yeah. of a dick. And but Breer's a force, and um, it's Michigan week. He's already started. Oh yeah. He's already said he's already sent out a warning that he has an early flight with uh, bad weather for Philadelphia, so there'll probably be more U.S. Airways bullshit. So I mean, he, he if he gets on his game, he can really be an unstoppable force in this tournament. Yeah, he could. To- he could definitely take it, and um, he's probably going to be matched up with Bucky in the next round. I'm thinking because um, I don't know, like you said, Mark May. I don't know, he's a bad tweeter, obviously, but... Hasn't been around that Yeah, long not really a relevant tweeter anymore. Too much, anyways. Um, good Kid, Sad City. This one actually has like some has some pretty intriguing matchups to me. You've got Omar Kelly versus Pete Prisco. And then uh, Sean Zobel Sean against uh, Mike Silver. Um, overall... Prisco's actually he's been getting more vo- more votes and, and stuff than I thought he would, but I think I think Omar Kelly our one seed is gonna end up running away with this uh with this bracket too and, and end up in the final four. Uh yeah, I think that's pro- probably the most likely outcome. Um And you know what too? I know all of like all of draft Twitter gives Zobel shit, but he was actually a really good sport about this too. Like he took he yeah. took this in stride. I gotta give him I gotta give him props for that. Yeah, I, I would be. Yeah, I'm, there's a lot of different ways it can go, but if it was my choice and what I ultimately think, it would probably be Omar. Yeah, I think Omar. I mean, he <laughs> he like subtly admitted to murdering somebody on Twitter before. <laughs> like that happened. We let that happen. And I mean, I've seen a bunch of people say that he. I, I mean, I've never followed him. I've just I've seen the retweets. I. I I don't know why I would bring that upon myself. Yeah. Um, so I've never followed him, but apparently he's said he was—he's the type that says he's going to leave Twitter a bunch and then just comes right back. Apparently that happened. Yeah, that happened. That that's happened. Just fuck boy attention, grasping shit, and that's just not—that just doesn't fly. 
I'm trying to remember the tweet that I the ended up getting me like that ended up getting me blocked. Oh like, yeah, that's the thing. He you know what I think it was? He tweeted once like, "I'm exactly like a cat. I'll scratch you if you like <laughs> if you cross what? me or something like that." Yeah, and I just like I just retweeted it and said, "I'm out." And like that was the tweet that he blocked me for. He blocked me for that. He he tweeted that foolishness and blocked me. <laughs> no flaws, bro. No flaws. So, right, that, that was that was his hashtag with Legado, right? No flaws. No flaw. No, I don't even think that was a. Ha- it became a hashtag to make uh, fun of uh, him. Uh, X's and Omar is his hashtag. Okay, X and Omar. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. X, X's and Omar. <laughs> um. Sad Henny bracket. Sad Henny. We got Middlecoff versus Mr. Vincent Frank. And Vince, it's not just the chief the chief dudes that are that are promoting you forward. Um people Everyone pretty much acknowledges that you're just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, it's yeah, not yeah, just but... it's not just Chiefs Twitter voting for you, bro. I don't know you all that well, but I mean, I added a March Sadness column to TweetDoc just because it's made me laugh a few times, and I've seen you camp there, and you're pretty terrible, bro. You belong. You're here for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got Skip Bayless and Gil Brandt, and that I don't even really give a shit about that matchup at all. Like, yeah, like I said, Gil's not Gil's really not even a bad tweeter. He's I, just. I really think whoever wins Middlecoff Frank really has that one pretty much. Yeah, I up. think actually, I think Middlecoff is gonna probably end up running away with that too because Draft Twitter hates Middlecoff, man. <laughs> he did himself absolutely no favors with that uh, with that picture that was tweeted out tonight either. Oh God, yeah, that was uh that was pretty. He won some employee of the month competition. I don't know. You guys can find it. Ridiculous. And like the thing is too is that whole shit with Cam. I think it I mean, was the, that was yesterday. Like he wrote a whole article about Cam Newton, and then people started calling him on it on it being stupid. And then he was just like, "Oh, I was just I just like trolling everybody about Cam Newton because he's so polarizing." Exactly. I mean, this is after he sent out tweets. Uh, this this might be my favorite. I mean, early in the year he was hyping Pryor over Cam. And the other day, he said he was probably, probably wrong about Pryor being better than Cam Newton. Just, just probably though. He can't be sure of that shit. The fact that Matt McGloin is now starting over Terrell Pryor, he can't be sure. Yeah, and they, I mean, like, I, and I get having like regional bias and everything. Like, some people are super into the SEC. Some people are super into like West Coast football. He's super into West Coast football. Like, everybody. And it's to the point where it's just like everybody that plays on the West Coast is automatically better than anybody else in the country at anything, like football related. So that kind of and like I, I'm for, like I've I've lived in California my whole life. So and even even like I think it's I I mean I think it's cool to give West Coast guys props and and shit like that. But when that's like all that you tweet about and that's like the only frame of reference that you have, but you're still trying to pass yourself off as like a credible draft analyst, and I don't know. It's just, it gets old, is all I'm saying. I, I, I do just want to give him, I think he was another one, just like Zobel, nothing inflammatory or crazy, just said, I'm honored, or some shit like that. I, I mean, good sport. I mean, I yeah. don't expect every, everyone to have interactions and laugh with us about it, like Prisco did, but um, 
just be a good sport about yeah, he was, it. And he, and he was, yeah. And, and dads to him for that, too. Overdraft Twitter, so. Yeah. And the fact that you acknowledge it is definitely doing you some favor, winning you some points. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, like, I got no beef. I have no beef at all with, like, the Bleacher guys, with... Nope. With, I mean, I don't, and then I don't even, I don't interact with like Gil Brand or Mike Silver. I don't even really interact with Bucky that much, but and Bucky's usually Bucky's usually all right when you interact with him. Other than that time, I got, I have to call him out though when Steve Palazzolo like was arguing <laughs> the field and boundary corner thing, and Steve. <laughs> Steve was clear, like Steve was clearly right about this argument that like boundary corner is usually the most athletic, better corner, and then and. Bucky swore that he was wrong, and then, like, it was either a couple days or a couple weeks later, he was, like, after talking to, like, NFL personnel men and administrators and stuff, you know, it, it would seem like the, that, like, <laughs> the boundary corner is the most, is usually the most important corner on a, call, uh, on a football team, and, like, didn't, like, didn't acknowledge, like, the, the back and forth with Steve at all or anything, so, I mean... But you know what? Like I said, usually Bucky will usually Bucky will interact on Twitter and not and not be like inflammatory or an asshole. Um, with him and with him and Brant and Middlecoff, it just seems like people just generally like disagree with their opinions a lot. So that's why it looks like they made it on here. Yeah, uh, my 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 only Bucky experiences so far, for the most part, I have to have some respect for him. He's one of those guys who doesn't. Um, just ignore all the tweets he gets. He yeah, like I said, he he interacts and he's not he's usually not a dick about it. Yeah, I think the big thing here, I know for from seeing some of the votes, uh, the big thing is his anti clowny. He's a, one of those clownies, lazy, not that good. He's one of those people. Yeah, uh, and like I said, that's no favors. Like I said, with with it, like I said, with him, Middlecoff and Brand, it's just like people just generally don't agree with the with the that's that's the draft that's the uh that's the draft bros and um yeah uh anybody else that i really like really the people the people that like really 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 deserve to be like in the final four or who i think are going to be the final two matchup i'm almost positive it's going to be either hubbock and breer or hub hubbock and omar like well now um Hubbock and uh, Breer would go head to head in the. Oh yeah, that's right. So I, I mean, I think that's just inevitable at this point. Yeah. Um, yep. So and yeah, they've 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 been the ones who have uh, not not taken this whole exercise too graciously. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of anything else. No, I think that's a good cutoff point. This is going to be a short one, but maybe people actually listen to this whole one. Yeah, so uh, like I always say at the end, thanks for checking it out. Send us your thoughts. Tell us what you like, what you didn't like. Like I said, we were really, really light on football and really, really heavy on on uh, random other shit this time around. So, Oh, actually, just one more thing. Um, um, we probably need Draft Twitter's help with this, but um, come agree just eight time. Let's get one of these people on the pod. Let's have them defend these bad tweets. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah. idea. Once we get to we the... Almost, we almost made it happen with... That could have happened if he just didn't go having thrown off the tracks on us. Yeah, if I think if he wouldn't have gotten arrested, he would have ended up on the podcast with us. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, let's get some of these. uh, These draft order. You have that kind of power. I mean, look, you're the ones who made this popular. I have fucking two thousand followers and lost followers from this shit. You're the ones who've made this take over. So you can make it happen. Yeah, let's try and do it. It would be fun. Yeah. 
I think that's about it for me. That's all I got. Just wanted to, before I forgot that. Yeah, I think that's uh, going to wrap it up for us.